Stop and put a condom on. Like anytime you're in the moment. Oh, fuck it. We said no anal, but I'm here. It slipped in. <laughs> you made a fall on your dick, but since I'm here. Hey guys. Hi. Welcome back to another episode of Perfectly Incapable. My name is Adam. Hi, and I'm Lewis. <laughs> Uh, and we have a guest with us this week. Oh, what am I calling you? I don't know. Maybe by my name. Okay. Call me by my name. Call me by my name. <laughs> Jared. That's, welcome, that me. Jared. Hello. <laughs> Hello I also go by Neff in game. So that's what that's about. Yeah. So probably, oh, wow. probably there's going to be some back and forth of me calling you Neff. Well, no, it's me. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, how, how are how are you guys doing today? How are you doing, Lewis? I'm drunk. I went to brunch uh, this morning. Also went to C2E2 yesterday, which was super fucking fun. Met a lot of queer artists, a lot of people of color. They were all doing great art. I spent so much money. And then I went to Moretti's (laughs) last night for the first time in a while. And let me tell you, that was buck wild. Saw a bunch of people from high school I haven't seen in a while, which was like surprise fuckers and gay and they're like oh awesome and i was like yeah i'm gonna go dance to selena gomez now bye bye and then this morning my friend was like hey let's go to brunch and i was like okay and then they like bought a picture of mimosas i was like well how can i not partake and so now here i am great happy (laughs) sunday happy sunday i agree i agree (laughs) yeah surprise lewis is the drunk one today not me plot twist big surprise (laughs) Jared, how are you today? <laughs> I'm good. I'm just, uh, you know, it is Sunday. Not ready for Monday already. It's. I'm just, I need more time. I, I didn't, so much to do. So little time. I need more. Always. Every fucking weekend. Well, and especially when I have so much left to do at the house and just like yeah. getting shit ready. It's, uh, it's never enough. Too little time. Can't do it. Yeah, we we're gonna skip over the articles today, and since we since we've got Jared with us, <laughs> that was I was actually wanting to talk a little bit about your house stuff and and moving in we've we talked about doing a, an episode i think we talked about it maybe i talked about it with myself just about <laughs> moving sounds in together about and right like moving in moving in with a partner yeah sounds about mm. right i usually just talk to myself and think that i told lewis i'm just like surprised you're doing this <laughs> how long have, have you and spencer lived together well living together we've probably been together about fuck let me see probably like five years because you've been together for Oof. two decades something like that um <laughs> it's like we were we were each other's first boyfriends in high school um we dated for about a year in high school and fucking i was a wreck in high school i shouldn't have dated anybody but um then we broke up we're friends for like a long time and got back together we're together like two years and we got married then we've been married for about three years now i can't imagine being with anyone for that long let alone being married it's really easy Is like if as long as you're, I mean, like, not to make it sound, like, no. It's really easy. Let me rephrase. And, uh, it's easy when they're your best friend. Oh, they there, okay? All right, so. I just don't have. Right, I just don't have cool. friends just again. Just your best friend. Full that's circle again just is where we're going. Feeling personally attacked. All right, that's what again. I came on here for. I was going to really? say, now, now there's two of us. Are you ready for it? Great. It's actually an intervention. Like, Jesus. Uh. I want to do a whole episode on just like moving in together and some of those struggles, but mm. you were 
Before we started recording, Jared was talking about, I'm going to call you Neff. I keep wanting to call you Neff. <laughs> it's inevitable. Jared was talking about um, all of the, because you, you recently moved into the house together or a new, mm-hmm. another, a new house. Yep. And all of the all of the work you're putting in on it, and it it just cracked me up when you said, "If you guys don't finish painting today, you're gonna gonna kill him." I, will I can't kill him. Hundred percent. Hundred percent murder. We have a big backyard. You know, I I could dig a hole. Well, here we go. This is Neff's actual confession. So never mind. <laughs> no, it's I'm just like uh, there's been so much going on this year so far, and it's just. Uh, being on the same page a lot of the time with another person is so hard. <laughs> like yeah. it's hard enough with me knowing what the fuck I'm doing half the time. So having it be where we're both on the same page and understanding each other takes a lot more effort than people let on half the time. Like he fully knows that if he tries to tell me how to do something, I <laughs> will get pissed and I will take it as him <laughs> micromanaging me and I will like retaliate right back. But relatable. Like he'll just even be like, oh well why don't you do it this way? And I'll be like, am I doing it wrong? Like what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> or how about that you do it? Never mind. I'll just yeah, walk it, away. Oh my god, I do that all the time. <laughs> oh oh if you know what's best, why don't you fucking do it? <laughs> yeah, here, you take it. I'm gonna go gonna go have a drink as I'm drinking now. So But he knows that I do that now to where he's like He'll start to say something. He's like, nope, nope, you're doing great. You're doing great. And I'm you're like, damn yeah, right I am. Damn right I am, yeah. <laughs> you're doing amazing, sweetie. He'll just fix it once I'm done, so. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's how it yeah. works. That's part of uh, what we've learned and what we've had to deal with, like, moving in together <laughs> and just understanding each other's, like, idiosyncrasies and learning from them, adapting to them. <laughs> You know, it's a struggle, but it's fine. <laughs> so you and Spencer have, you'll bring in thirds. Or f- yes. Or fifths. Or sixths or sevenths. Who knows? Who can never be sure what the magic number we is? We don't turn down a good time. <laughs> so how do you how do you describe that? Because I, I know what I've had other friends call it, and I just was curious um, what you... I don't, I mean, we don't really call it anything. I would say, if anything, the way that I would describe it and that me and him have talked about it, because that's, that's the way to making it work is 100% open communication. Like our phones are 100% open to each other to look at whenever we want. Like Mm -hmm. there's, there's no jealousy, no nothing. Like if someone talks to him, he shows me. If someone talks to me, I show him. Um, But we consider it monogamy because we don't want to be like in a relationship with anyone else, but we consider it almost like, um, I guess like we have periods of being open, but we're only ever being with someone else together yeah it, it's almost like monitored playtime <laughs> i don't really know what to I call like it honestly supervised sexual uh, encounters if you will yeah yes <laughs> i've had friends that described relationships they've had like that as like an open door mm. policy or something because yeah they're not they're not being with anyone separately and it's not opening their relationship up they they'll just you know bring in other people for fun mm-hmm. so i wanted to just define that versus polyamory non-monogamy so i and i, I think that's what a lot of people they just don't understand all the the differences it's just you know in people's brains they're just like oh you have an open relationship no you know just because we right. will bring in someone else or play with people like it doesn't mean it's an open relationship because that literally is just letting both of you have free reign to see whoever whenever you don't necessarily have to talk about it take whoever to bang town yeah i mean it, it all still requires that trust and communication that you're talking mm-hmm. about but it's not going to be that same 
level of detail. I just don't understand, uh, like, as, like, gay people, bi people, anyone part of the, like, LGBT community, why we feel the need to put a label on what kind of relationship we have. I get that, like, labels are easier to identify to explain to other people. But as far as, like, I'm concerned, like, we aren't, like, held to the same social standards in relationships as, like, straight people technically normally are by society. So, why should I be in a monogamous relationship and have to deal with, you know, feeling like I want someone else even because that's, that's a real thing is you can't like in reality think that you want to be with one person for the rest of your life. Like, I mean, you can, but what the fuck am I trying to say here? Like, (laughs) it's not realistic. Like you're going to think about being with someone at some point. Yeah. I think to limit yourself for the one life that you have to one person isn't doing yourself a service and mm-hmm. I think it's not doing a service to your partner either. Mm-hmm. So if you can openly talk about that without society jumping down your throat, like it would for like most straight people, technically, because they're supposed to be monogamous, I think why not talk about it yeah. and not label it? Well, if you think about it, like the straight version is, we would call them quote unquote swingers. And like, mm. there's that whole like swinger society. And like, I've recently heard like one of our, one of my coworkers, she has a family member that is they're a husband and wife but like they they also like open their marriage up and they like will hook up with other people and so they're they call them like their swinger society and that's what they were labeled as like a swinger lifestyle i guess is what they like self-labeled them and i think like we're already like an ostracized group like we're already deviant and weird so they're like oh god and now they're having sex with other people who would ever have thought (laughs) Even though we do it all the time. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it's like ta- it's like taboo on top of taboo. Mm-hmm. So I think I think that's why it's a big deal that that people like would judge you for it. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I completely agree with that. I I don't have the same mentality, but mm-hmm. I definitely understand approaching it that way because you know society doesn't see, especially you know you think about gay marriage and everything. A lot of the queer community. Why would we follow the traditional route of marriage and everything when mm-hmm. it's it is considered not traditional or or whatever we should be able to define it ourselves like why why do we have to follow what's been put in place by society i was gonna say it's none of your business yeah right exactly and for whatever works for your relationship do that if open relationship doesn't work obviously don't do that if monogamy works do it great it shouldn't matter what other people think it should be whatever helps you and your partner succeed in a loving and healthy relationship because another person's relationship isn't your business exactly unless they want you to come in (laughs) yeah well that's the thing unless it's affecting you like (laughs) you don't need to say anything at all unless it's harming you in some sort of way you don't need to open your mouth ever as on most topics in life but people still don't quite get that but you know here we are here here is this podcast in a nutshell (laughs) (laughs) if it doesn't bother you shut up so what you were saying as far as to only want some one person for the rest of your life that's Mm -hmm. that's what a lot of the the mindset in poly individuals is it's a lot of pressure to put on one single person that they're going to meet every single need that you were ever going to have, that they're going to check every box. That's a lot of the mentality is, you know, you're you have this one person that you love that you're in a relationship with. But the idea is that they're also able to love other people. Polyamory is not just about sex and it's not like opening a relationship and it's not just like bringing people in. Mm-hmm. 
they're also allowed to have relationships with other people and love with other people. And it could be a, you know, throuple situation where all three of them are dating, or it could be each of them are, are dating on their own and they have relationships outside of their relationship. But it is kind of what you were saying as far as, uh, it is unrealistic for humans to expect that they're only going to ever have love for this one person and want this one person. It really is up to the individual, you know, if they decide to maintain that. I mean, again, right. communication is key everywhere. Well, and like to just piggyback off of that, like there's been so many couples that are sticking to monogamy just because they think that it's the right thing to do or society's kind of told them or their parents have told them, their religion has told them that this is what right. it is. And I look at them and I see the relationship and the way they talk about their partners. I'm like, you guys are so fucking unhappy. Like, <laughs> yeah, like what it's not like it's a direct correlation to being monogamous or anything like that. It could be no, yeah. from a number of a multitude of reasons. But the thing is, is if you don't talk about it, if you think that this is your only option, like I only have this one life that I'm thinking of right now. <laughs> like, I don't know what happens <laughs> after it, but like, I want to be fulfilled and feel happy in the life that I have now. I'm not going to be waiting for, for another time. I'm not going to be waiting to go somewhere else. Like I want to make sure that I'm successful and the people I love are successful as well. So yeah. if it's not working out, you need to talk about it. You need to figure your shit out. You need to like, don't hold yourself to those standards if it's not working out, obviously. I'll be happy later. Yeah. Like, <laughs> don't don't think now. about that. Like, <laughs> fix it now. <laughs> fix it. Uh, when did you and Spencer first go about that? Was it a discussion or? I'm trying to. Th uh, when was it? I don't even remember, like, the first time we decided to do that. I'm, I'm sure it was a discussion at some point. We had already, like, we just moved somewhere. And really, we had no gay friends to go out and do anything. And with a lot of gay friends, the only real way to meet like a community is to either go out to the bars or to like meet them on Grindr or whichever kind of app you kind of get mm -hmm. to. And we started talking and I was like, why don't we look for friends, but like look for like more as well? Because I feel like that's a lot of the, the times what happens with a lot of like people in the gay community anyways, is it's so hard to maintain one, just like a regular friendship with someone that's gay or because they tend to like, want more all the time mm -hmm. and it's just like a common thing um as long as we've like got it out of the way at the beginning we didn't have to worry about it like that's that's kind of what our thought was too <laughs> fuck then friends <laughs> i mean like if it works out like, <laughs> and i mean it we actually we ended up finding this couple where it was like they were interested in like playing too but we were also all really good friends so just whenever we would hang out we knew something was gonna happen and it was like an unspoken thing Hmm. That's like ideal situation, to be honest. <laughs> Another couple. Yeah. I mean, like, just because there's not really any jealousy going on there. Like, right. it's, it's another couple. They're on the same page. Like, if it's a third person, like, there's so many, like, it, it's rough because they can say what, like, they want one thing. And then when they come into the situation, one person's going to be getting more attention than the other. And if that happens, we kick them the fuck out. Right. <laughs> like, okay. Because we don't want that. So, yeah. It's it's better if there's multiple people so nobody feels left out. That's smart. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. Well, it just I mean, otherwise it kind of sucks. Like, <laughs> well, yeah. And I was I was going to ask if you have had to like kick someone out. One thing I will say about just mostly this in general, aside from that couple in Texas that I was talking about, most of them have been absolutely horrible. <laughs> 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 just going to put that right out there. Um, just because it's like when you first bring in anybody like they don't know what you like. They don't know what you want. Right. And like, but what's been great about 
having this opportunity is bringing people in. It might not be so great. It might, you know, just be okay. But the couple weeks after, a month after, like it makes me and Spencer appreciate our relationship and sex life more because it, we know what the other person wants. We know what to do. Like it yeah. makes it better and it makes us appreciate that we have someone that's so good with each other. Yeah. But yeah, there was one guy particularly in Texas. We had him come over. He literally for an hour bitched about his ex-boyfriend before. Oh my God. And he was just oh. sitting there. He's like, so are we going to do this? And I was like, no. um, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I've been waiting for like an hour. So let's try it. And like we, we tried it and like just people weren't getting hard. And it was like, all right, maybe maybe another time. It was great. And he was like, yeah, text me. Literally blocked him. Didn't want to speak to him again. Um, it was horrible. But that was the worst one. Out of all of them, that was the worst one. Yeah. So that's, that really puts you in the mood. Yeah. Plus like, you know. Think their picture might have been taken like a year ago or something so <laughs> oh my gosh love a good catfish <laughs> you you were saying you know when someone comes and they say maybe they're into one thing but then someone's always going to be getting you know more or the other yeah that seems like that happens a lot or would happen a lot like someone really especially does. you know you think about the gay community and someone's like oh yeah i, I want to top or something and then they get there and they're just like nope everyone just fuck me yeah well <laughs> Like my husband has a pretty nice size penis and when guys see it, like even like if they say that they're tops, if they're verse, like they turn into bottoms 100% of the time and it is so fucking frustrating because my husband's like 100% top. He will not bottom. He won't do anything. And that's so annoying to me is already because I'm verse. I want to do more. I want to do it. That's another reason why we have people come over, but they see his like giant dong and they're just like, yes, please that one. And I'm like, all right, well I'm, I'm average over here. So <laughs> guess I'll just leave. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh so it's it's hard finding someone that will fit in with our dynamic because it is kind of meant for like two people, I guess, but you have to find right. the right person that's okay with joining and basically getting what we want out of it as also also getting what they want out of the situation too, but it's very rare finding that. And I feel like guys are just so quick to lie about what they want just to get into the situation. Yeah. That it's like okay, yeah. Um, there's been a lot of instances where we've had people come over and they're just like all over my husband. And then my husband will be very awkward about it because he doesn't like confrontation or anything. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, let's get this over with so we can like kick him out. <laughs> <laughs> so that's happened. God. Aside from that, like it, it is frustrating that people aren't upfront and like honest with their intentions, but it's whatever at this point we expect it by now yeah expect the worst and we've also kind of slowed down lately like we've had so much going on with life that like it's definitely taken a back seat and we've been more focused on you know the house on the our jobs and as well as just building more of a connection like with each other sexually to where we've been not even interested in meeting other people you need to kind of focus on your own your own lives for a while before trying to deal with someone else talking about their ex-boyfriend for an hour right and it, it it mostly happens like when we're really bored so once we get everything settled we might like you know expand but yeah just have a good old-fashioned orgy mm, i don't know <laughs> maybe maybe just sounds like a lot of work it honestly like i'll probably it'll be an hour into it and i'll be like can everyone go the fuck home <laughs> i want to play video games <laughs> <laughs> 
and I want to pet my cat. <laughs> I'm going inside. <laughs> the patio door's over there. Just leave when you're done. <laughs> the hose is over on back. You can hose off on your way out. Yeah. And so what about as far as when you guys are, when you're shopping for a man, mm-hmm. your taste, like in guys and everything, does that align or oh, you're God. out here like, oh, I found this one. Oh, what about this one? And you're having to like it's compromise. a nightmare. That's why the stars literally have to align. We end up settling more than we should because <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, like if we're looking for someone that's going to fit the bill of what we need as well yeah. as be our, our own tastes, like my husband and I look completely different from each other. <laughs> like mm-hmm. the one that's this third person has to be into both of us Two, We have right. to be into them. And my husband does not like people that look like him. I like people that look like him. He does not like, basically he likes people that look like me, which I'm, I'm fine with guys that look like me, but, uh, which I'm a little bit bigger. I'm a little bit hairier. And, but he also likes guys that are like more bigger than me, which is fine. <laughs> but, um, I'm just not super into that. Mm-hmm. And it's hard because he'll try and like talk to these guys. I'm like, well, I just don't know if I'm going to enjoy it. I'm sure they're great guys and I'd love to meet them and be friends, but it's just not my thing. Right. And we've met with guys like that before and we've tried it and it's just, I don't know. It's not like he loved it. Great. Good for my husband. <laughs> but Like I'll, I'll, I'm basically down for anything, but I know what I'm not interested in. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. But no, it's, it's rough finding someone. <laughs> Yeah, it's starting to sound like this is a lot of work. It is. That's why we haven't done it in a while. <laughs> like, are there rules? Are there people that, like, break rules? Because, like, I've been with people that are in, like, when you're in the moment, like, the rules sometimes just go out the window. Basically what we do, we get on whatever dating app we tend to use. Mostly we stick to Scruff just because Grinder is kind of, like, not that great. <laughs> yep. We create, like, a couple's profile, one for each of us. So that way we're like, I'm this one on the right or he's this one on the left. And like, we just say, okay, talk to whoever you want to talk to today. And we normally only like keep the scruff profiles open for like a week or so. And if we don't find anything, then we're like, all right, whatever, we're done. Like, it's too much work to try and find someone. So we, we just talk to people. And at, once we get home from work or wherever, like during the day, we show each other like the conversations, the people that we're interested in. We talk about it. Like most of the time, you know, it's just... You know, oh, I sent pictures to this guy. Oh, cool. Well, I sent pictures to this dude. Oh, cool. Like, let's see their pictures. <laughs> like, yeah. it's it's kind of like, you know, we're, we're picking around, see what we're interested in, seeing what's going on. Okay. As far as, like, rules when, like, things do get happening, um, a lot of times what guys will ask for is to meet up before doing anything and, like, go out for coffee or go out for this. And, like, I 100% recommend doing that just because. Yeah, that really surprises me, honestly. That, that guys ask for that? Yeah. It's it's really weird because a lot of the guys that we talk to, they're like, you know, I just want to meet you first because they want to see that we're chill as opposed to like two guys that are going to like rob them. Like, which fair, you know, very fair. But if you meet us, like we're the two most like, what what is the word? Non-threatening. There yeah. we go. Like, we're just not threatening. Like you, we couldn't hurt a fly. Like nothing to worry about. It's not going to be the scruffless killer. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no, no. With one cat on your shoulder. Be the killer wearing the grinder mask. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> but yeah, so like, it's nice meeting them beforehand too, because that way we can tell, is there going to be a friendship? Are they going to be cool? Are they actually like what they said they were? But then once we actually like get to doing stuff, normally there's no rules at all about what's actually going to happen. Okay. Cause we're both going to be there. If we're not comfortable with something, we'll kind of like 
stop it from happening. Like, but for the most part, there's nothing really that we're uncomfortable about. I take control of the situation if like something is making me feel weird. So I will literally just be like, Hey, come over here. And I pull someone over or Hey, come over this way. Like Mm -hmm. just don't like sit there and let things happen that are making you uncomfortable. Or if it is making you uncomfortable, either say something or just like find a way to get around that. Or you should have talked about it beforehand. For sure. Anything that could happen will happen. And you need to talk about it before. Yeah. I feel like it would, it's, super important for someone i mean we've preached on the podcast before how communication is always like the biggest thing no matter what communication so for someone that has a it has difficulty actually asking for what they want or having that open dialogue about sex or whatever i feel like it would just be a horrible idea to try and do something like this because like you're saying like they wouldn't communicate what they're thinking or what they're feeling or what they want in that situation and then just get super internalize everything and you have to be really trusting and like i think the reason why it does work so well with me and my husband is because we both think that the other person getting fulfilled is really hot for me like i there's been multiple times where like i sit back and i watch him just like go into town on something (laughs) and i'm just like damn that's what he does to me that's why i like it so much God, that's so interesting. And then it's like there's times when he just sits back and he's enjoying watching what's going on. And then we'll talk about it later and just be like, that was so fucking hot. Just even like seeing that happen. But yeah, like at the end of the day, we always just like we go with each other. We love each other. And like we don't need anyone else necessarily. Like it's just it's another level that we get to experience with each other. Love that. It's also why we don't do it separately too, though, is because like if we do it separately, we're also missing out, but also like it's taking us out of the equation. It's just, you know, me and whoever else. I remember having the the conversation with someone like your situation. And Mm -hmm. I was asking what, if if you're going to do that, then why not just have an open relationship and and see people separately? But it it makes complete sense Mm -hmm. the way you just described it. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've talked to my husband about an open relationship just because it's like there's times when he feels like he wouldn't be available sexually for anybody, whereas I'm like horny all the fucking time. So he's told me, like, you can go do your own thing. And like, I don't think that's fair to you because right. you don't want me doing it. You're just saying it because you want me to be happy and I can be happy without doing it and just wait mm-hmm. until you're ready. It's just it's a lot to to put out there to be with like more people and the other person not know what's going on. I feel like it's yeah. just. We'd rather keep it contained. That makes sense. It's a completely different relationship at that point. Exactly. And he's still super into being like monogamous as in the sense of just me and him emotionally, which I yeah. get 100%. But like, I don't know, as as like a guy, as like gay males, essentially, we, we see stuff we want to, you know, bang. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think being able to talk about that's really awesome. Lewis, did you say that you've been with guys before that were in? You've been the the third party or Ooh, hooking dish. up with someone that was in a well i mean it's not necessarily no like i said it's not like that situation where there was three but yeah. if it was somebody like in an open relationship that was like hey i can screw around solo it's like yeah it's like okay but there's also like defined rules and i was even listening to other podcasts where we were in the same situation where it's like mm-hmm. there's certain rules like we don't play we don't do this while we're together we don't do this while we're together or while i'm away from my partner I'm just going to do it anyway. Uh, so that's no bueno. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's why, that's why I wanted to know, like I wanted to like elaboration on like rules and stuff. And like, I know some people are like, like, do you care if it's like in your home? So does it have to be in someone else's home? Like where you do all this oh, stuff? Do I you care? More prefer it in my house. Yeah. That's what I, that's a, like, that's what I was wondering. Yeah. Too. I would just rather it 
at my house. I know the area. If someone's <laughs> being control, fucking like you were weird, saying. I'm like, all right, I know where the knives are. <laughs> I'm going to hose Fair. off in my own backyard. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm just, yeah, I, I'm weird about going to other people's houses unless I'm like been like substantial friends with them for a yeah. while. Like it's just in general, I even like going to other friends, like for non-sexual activities, I'm just like, can't you just come to my place? Like, <laughs> Am I supposed to bring a gift? Uh-huh. Do I not? Do I bring the butt cake, the flowers? Right. What am I doing? It's bringing flowers to your dick appointment. <laughs> I love a good romance. <laughs> a rosebud. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god, I'm not drunk enough for this. Uh, no. I just like you were saying earlier, like more of the control, and I know my apartment, and I mean, if someone's gonna kill you, they can kill you wherever. Because <laughs> I don't know, I always have the thing in my head, like if I were to go to someone's, you know, meet them on an app and then go to their place, who knows what? Could, like maybe they have a recording device, or you know, yeah, all these know. little weird, crazy things that pop in my head. I mean, I have recording devices, like of course, for when I, not? you know, I'm filming, but I don't want, I don't want that in someone else's hands. Right. You know all the <laughs> angles. You don't want to right. film from that angle. <laughs> uh, the rules make sense obviously you want both people to be comfortable especially if like we were saying in the situation where you have an open relationship you everyone has to be comfortable so you define these yeah. rules but like you were saying lewis i feel like most of the time those would just go out the door yeah. like in the moment i mean the same thing people always talk about condoms like we were in the moment like you don't want to stop and put a condom on like anytime you're in the moment oh fuck it we said no anal but I'm here. It flipped in. (laughs) Didn't mean to fall on your dick, but since I'm here. Well, and I feel like that's, I don't know. I feel like having rules, if you're already in that situation, it's kind of like a a dangerous game you're playing because Mm -hmm. that just gives you more ammunition if the rules are broken to like throw it back at someone and to create more jealousy and to lie. Just be 100% honest or just don't have rules and just be okay with it. I think having rules is what makes a slippery slope almost for sure the only rules that i can think of that would be more uh helpful or whatever to a situation is something like no no friends oh my god is this is this that episode of gossip girl there was that threesome i think it was dan and the artsy girl and they were they had a threesome and the rule was it's us and a stranger because i because you don't want to fuck a friend because feelings will get involved because you already have that um, yeah like chemistry and then and then they like i think they did have sex with somebody that they were friends of course with, and it created drama <laughs> of the course drama the drama rama i mean you can always have those friends that that's what they are yeah. as long as i don't know I, I i definitely see where that's going i don't know if i'd necessarily want it to be like you know a lifetime friend but if you met this person and you are like that couple that i was talking about in texas we had met them and they were already those friends to us to where it wasn't like we were developing feelings. They were just friends, and we got to that yeah. point as well. We can differentiate emotional feelings versus sex kind of thing. It's way different when it's both of you involved. Like right. if it was an open relationship situation, I would. I think that would be a moment where I'd be like, you don't fuck anyone that I'm friends with. Oh, yeah, no, that's no. hard pass on that. Yeah, no. <laughs> if it's an open relationship, yeah, no friends would be a very good one. Good For sure. rule to have. Um, you were talking about the scruff profiles earlier so you guys had separate profiles right i had a friend that they decided to open their relationship but they had they had a joint profile Hmm. and that always seemed like it at at first i'm like oh okay well that makes sense i mean you may as well what what ended up happening was while my friend was 
traveling or something, he would, you know, be having conversations with the guys and then his boyfriend would get on the app and start responding to the guys. Oh, like <laughs> jump into their conversation. What the fuck? And I was like, oh, yeah, that seems like a horrible idea. Well, yeah, that's weird, especially because <laughs> if if that boyfriend's not like traveling with him, like, he, right. And he's nowhere near. Exactly. And that's what would happen. Like he would be in another city talking with someone about hooking up and then the boyfriend would be back home responding to this person and the other, it just made no sense. <laughs> that, that I don't get like at all. Like I, we thought about, cause I remember I didn't even know that was an option. And then you told me that, oh yeah, why don't you just make one profile and you both can log into it. I'm like, oh yeah, cool. But it just makes more sense to have two separate ones to me. And cause you're two different people. And what we would get a lot of the times is, people that would message us because they they saw where we had said, I'm the one on the right or I'm the one on the left. And they're like, ooh, you're really hot. You're super hot. And they're, and they're like, Are, do you guys only do threesomes? And we would say yes. And they'd say, damn, I really liked you, but I don't like the other one. Ugh. And so oh. like there was a lot of like instances like that to where if it was just you know a picture of us and we had separate ones and it wasn't pictures of both of us, that we would get a lot more people talking to us because of what we looked like. And then they'd find out that they have no chance. <laughs> I had this this couple that was super interested in me that I thought they were handsome, but they were definitely more Spencer's type. Mm -hmm. And I was super excited because I'm like, oh my gosh, these guys are pretty handsome. They're in interested. Spencer would be all about it and this would be great. And I went and I was like, oh, by the way, because uh, they had like given me like their number and stuff. They, they didn't for some reason, even though my profile says like specifically that it's, you know, me and my husband. This is us. like they assumed that this other guy just wasn't involved at all, apparently. Oh, my God. And then they were like, oh, just kidding. We're not super interested in him. We just wanted you. I'm like, well, that's not happening. And now he's all <sighs> frustrated because he wanted it to happen. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. That's sad. <laughs> but to be fair, my husband has like the pick of the litter with most people. So sorry that this was the one that I got. <laughs> yeah. It happens, but oh well. Okay, well, I don't have any other questions. G. Lewis? No, I think we did a really good job elaborating off of that outline. That's the word. Oh, those friends I tend to like keep separate from my other friends. Oh, well, that makes sense. This is why it worked out in Texas, because my brother wasn't here. Where Ooh. Since my brother's oh my here, if you were to meet people, like I'd be like, stay the fuck away from my brother. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like... Uh, it's inevitable that people that I'm fr I'm friends with are just going to talk to my brother at some point. Sure. Uh, so, like, there's there's times when, like, there's friends from Texas that want to come out and see us. And, like, they're those kind of friends that like to hook up. And my brother's like, oh, who are these friends? How do you know them? Hmm? Who are they? And I'm like, uh, we went to church together. <laughs> well, he, he, like, when George came out to see us and, like, he was... Because George is, like, my best friend from Texas that I made who we've never done anything and he would never... My brother was highly suspicious of that. Oh, because that you know, makes sense. apparently you can't have like best gay friends without doing stuff, and I it is very hard, but you can find it. But my brother was super sketched about it. But then he met George, and he's like, "Oh yeah, this dude, no." You're like, "Yeah, that didn't happen." <laughs> yeah, can you tell? <laughs> it's George. Your your brother's also gay. Yep, he's queer, gay boy. So twin brother. Yeah, two gay twin brothers. I find that fascinating, but. Mm -hmm. We can talk about that later. Science. <laughs> it's another you, podcast for another time. Do you and he ever talk about sex? Like, how much does he know about your relationship? He and... thinks that Spencer and I are roommates. No. <laughs> 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 uh, no, like, he. we've talked about stuff before. Like, 
just it's super <laughs> we get super weirded out because I feel like for most brother and sisters like they don't necessarily mind talking about it but for me and him it's different because people in the gay community fetishize gay twins so much yeah and it's yeah. like we don't want that at all like people are like oh my god you guys are twins and you're both gay oh my god i can have both of you no pass no. like oh my god, god. I never thought about that people do it all the time like yeah that's why we tend to not talk about stuff like that because it's uncomfortable for us because we already feel weird about it but um mm. we have talked a little bit because like if if something's going on like malfunctioning if you will <laughs> like, right if we get you know if someone contracts an std <laughs> or if someone does this like we will talk about it because it's a big thing and we share pretty much everything but as mm -hmm. far as like sex lives like with my husband or with his long-term boyfriend we don't talk about what's going on we might talk about some issues, like if they're a big deal and we just need to have someone to talk about, but the nitty gritty we do not get into. I believe I've told you guys on this podcast more than I've probably told him. Wow. I feel so special. Good. So we'll, I'll be sure to send him a link. Go for it. He'll <laughs> click, you know, unsubscribe right away. <laughs> as soon as he hears me talking about Spencer's big dong, he will get right out of there. And just imagining him running into some someone out in the at a bar or something. Oh, you're Jared's brother. Yeah, I banged him and his husband. <laughs> Literally can happen. <laughs> That's why it was fine in Texas. Like, he's not going to find anyone. All right, well. <laughs> All right, well, Adam's done. He's like, I got to go play Apex. I'm, we got to go. Yeah, I think we can. I think we can wrap this up. Try and salvage what you will from all of that. <laughs> <laughs> I would just say communication, like you were saying, just if you're going to be into trying to find other people to bring in, just 100% open communication. Let each other have access to the phones so that way there's nothing being hidden. If you're trying to hide something, obviously you're trying to be the bad person in that part of right. the relationship so just don't try it if you do say something that you probably shouldn't have shouldn't have if you like break one of the rules be open and honest about it it if it's gonna end it's gonna end it probably shouldn't have lasted that long anyways if you were willing to do that so <laughs> just there like, just be open the worst that can happen is you'll move on to something else there you go hooray end your relationship <laughs> <laughs> Break up with your Break boyfriend because I'm bored. Because I'm bored. <laughs> this podcast right, brought to you by Ariana Grande. <laughs> no, We're sponsored. On yet another episode. Uh, please make sure you see her sweet new tour. Tickets on sale now. <laughs> Ticketmaster. Oh my god. Oh my god. Hashtag sponsored ad. Just kidding. I wish. Uh, that would be yeah. Tick, yeah. Ticketmaster does sponsor podcasts. I'm gonna have to edit that out. Bored. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I personally really enjoyed that conversation. Too. This was like one of our most put together episodes ever. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that is it for this episode. Um, thanks, guys, so much for listening. Jared, do you have anything you want to promote or talk or say or anything? Buy art pop on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> She's had what, like another two CDs now? Oh God! You can, you can. God. I'm sorry. You can find us on social media: uh, Facebook, Instagram at Perfectly Incapable Podcast, and Twitter at at Perfect Podcast. I there can still go. remember words. And wherever you guys are listening, please remember to follow, subscribe, rate, and review. Thanks for coming, Jared. Yeah, it was great. Thanks so much for joining us today. Yeah. 
Have a good week, everyone. Yeah, cue that outro music. Yeah, bye. And cue outro music. Yay, can I stop my, my thing? Yeah, now you can hit stop.